Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. The game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio on Game of Ramsey. Line up block live. Full slate of Major League Baseball. We've got uh, one NFL game tonight. Monday Night Football. And in fact, there will be Monday Night Football every Monday from here on out now. Yep. You've got a preseason game this evening. And then... Um, and then uh, next week, preseason NFL football. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, you've got uh, the college of football Monday nighter before you've got the Ooh, Thursday night yeah. uh, NFL. So football's getting real close. Yeah, football is getting realer and realer on a daily basis, but it doesn't mean that there's not money to be made yep. uh, playing baseball as well. Although I pretty much won money in every DFS league except baseball last week. I won. Uh, I won NFL preseason yep. like all all three nights. I didn't win Saturday actually playing NFL preseason, but I did win on uh, Thursday and Friday. That's why we bring in the big guns. Like uh, Dick Meyer, he's C- on the line. CFL. Yep. CFL. I won. Um, oh, and golf. I didn't win this week. First yeah. time in golf. I didn't win in a few I, weeks. You know what? I had a guy on one of my teams. He withdrew, and I had four hundred ninety some. Chris Stroud. Thanks for showing up, buddy. So I want to see what Drew what he thinks about when football starts. Like. Uh, what happens to the baseball? Drew Dinkmeyer joins us. Always a pleasure, Drew. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. So, uh, yeah, once football starts, Drew, so what, what happens with baseball? I guess, like, there's a hell of a lot less more people. Is it more advantageous for you? Like, are the Sharps still around? How, how does that work? Because, you know, when, when it comes to, like, sports betting and everything, they're actually, the lines sort of do get a little softer, right? Like, the, the books are more concerned about the Dallas Cowboy game than they are about a Dallas Maverick regular season game, per se, just because of the volume is so big. But does it affect DFS at all? Does it, you know, does it change the amount of people that play? Does it change your perception at all? It can at times. Uh, baseball's a little bit more difficult. You kind of have to wade through the contest to get a feel for whether the Sharks have moved all their attention onto football or not. I think the easiest sport to see the carryover in is early in NBA season. You see a lot of people who've been casually playing NFL through the course of the season, they get a little antsy midweek and they'll start playing some NBA where they might not have as much experience. So the fields are a little bit softer early in the NBA season. But yeah. baseball, it's a little bit harder to tell because some of the pros who like are primarily baseball oriented, they're going to stay around and kind of and roll through because September is actually a little bit more edge for them because the rosters expand. So the more players that are kind of in play um, on a given night that people might not know anything about, the more edge there is for kind of the savvy players. So it's a little bit 
it's a little bit tougher to, to say with baseball season, but NBA and yeah, other yeah, sports yeah. certainly benefit from NFL carrying Yeah, because I think there would be some shark-infested waters because the yeah. baseball guys are good are going to stick such, around. Yeah, they're, 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 such, yeah. they're, they're so such, smart, hardcore. Yeah, such a niche thing yeah. that, that they specialize in it. For sure. You're right, though, with the NBA, isn't it? We see this with betting as well. Basically, like the day after the Super Bowl, Drew, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's like, well, I guess it's time to bet NBA right now. You know, that's that's what they do, and they start playing they start playing DFS as well. So, all right, so let's jump in right now. Me and Cam, we're talking about the pitchers a little bit. And even though, man, it's not our real money, me and Cam are still cheap. And we're like, man, Garrett yeah. Cole's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? So how do you handle the pitching uh, tonight? As he, Garrett Cole is freaking expensive uh, this evening, man. I mean, $13,300 is a lot. Then there's a drop-off to Kluber, but he gets he's at Fenway tonight. Uh, against the Red Sox. So as far as the big high, uh, the high ticket item pitchers, what's your take on it? So we certainly have Cole as the highest projected starter on the slate and by a really wide margin, by about four points over the next highest projected starter, which is Corey Kluber. But he, Corey Kluber is not very far away from like Zach Wheeler. And Zach Wheeler's down there at $9,300, $4,000 cheaper than Garrett Cole. So a lot of our optimal lineups right now prefer building through Zach Wheeler and that affords you a little bit more room uh, to make on offense. We, we don't have this as like a great matchup for Cole by any means. Seattle's a pretty good offense. They got Robinson Cano back. They're pretty contact oriented. So it's not a it's not an elite matchup for Cole and it's certainly a price tag that is asking every bit of an elite performance. Uh, we think he'll pitch well, but we think he also might not have the kind of monstrous upside to pay off that price tag. The only caveat there is this is not a pitching slate with a lot of upside on it. So if he goes for 30, even though 30 isn't great on a 13-3 price tag, uh, that still might be kind of a, a slate winner. Uh, basically, what the, what the end, end of all this is, is we think he's an okay play, but not somebody that you have to necessarily go out and reach for. You're making me and Cam feel better because we both, we're both on Wheeler yeah. tonight. I went with Zach Wheeler and Alex Wood is my second choice. That's me too. I got the same uh, starting pitchers. So what, what do you think of our pitching selections with uh, then Alex Wood uh, matching him with Wheeler tonight? Because seems like the computers like Wood tonight as well at $8,000. I know the Cardinals are 14-4 and four, um, straight up. They've won 14 of their last 18 games. They're playing good baseball. But $8,000 seems like a good price for Alex Wood. Yeah, it's a decent price for Alex Wood. There's a couple of guys even cheaper than Alex Wood that we like a little bit more and we think provide more per dollar upside and then really allow you to play basically whoever you want on offense. And those two so guys give are, to us. Yeah, those two guys are, yeah, are Marco Estrada, who's facing Baltimore, who's just their offense is just abysmal at this point. I know they've been they like are near the top of the leaderboards and since the end of the first half or since that Machado trade because they went nuts for like a week after the Machado trade. But since then, like guys like even Adam Plutko threw like seven innings, allowed three earned against them. They're swinging and missing a ton. Uh, Estrada has an implied total of 3.9 on the slate, which is comparable to Zach Wheeler at 3.8 and Alex Wood at 3.7. And then the guy making his major league debut for Minnesota, Steven Gonsalves, he's only 5,400. Very good track record in the minor leagues as a strikeout-oriented pitcher. And the White Sox strike out so much. Uh, one of the highest K rates in all of baseball against both right-handed pitching and left-handed pitching. Uh, so we've got Steven Gonzalez as a pretty good value at 5,400 just based on the fact that we think he's going to be able to rack up strikeouts against the White Sox. Yeah, Drew, I was I was looking at Gonzalez, but uh, you're right, absolutely right on the strikeout uh, upside. But do, do the base on balls concern you? This guy, man, he walks a lot of dudes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a roller coaster ride for him. I mean, the thing is, the price tag absolves you from so much. 
So, I mean, he's a guy that the, you know, at the end of the day, it could be a wide range of outcomes for him because he's making his big league debut. You never know how guys are going to handle that in general. And then he's, he's wild and he's got command issues. The White Sox aren't a team that walk a lot. They do walk a little bit more against left-handed pitching because guys like Avisel Garcia and Jose Abreu see the ball a little bit better there. Um, but he, he's a guy that I think has probably the best per dollar upside on the slate. Um, I think Estrada is a little bit safer. So if you wanted to kind of, you know, go up to Estrada at 6,800, which is weird to say, uh, being it's Marco Estrada and he gives up tons of home runs. But I think he's a little bit safer than Gonzalez. And both those guys, if you use either one with Zach Wheeler, you can pretty much play whoever you want offensively. So speaking of offensively, Christian Yelich is a player that seemingly just seems to stand out here this evening. $5,100 over at DraftKings. I think he's going to be a pretty popular uh, play, but how high do you project him tonight, Drew? He's our highest projected uh, play a hitter by over a point and like 1.2 points. So he's like way higher projected than everybody else on the slate. Um, it's just such a good spot when you when you get a matchup with Homer Bailey because not only does Homer Bailey allow a ton of hard contact, he's also easy to run on. So any of these guys who have you know multiple skill sets with their ability to rack up points like Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich. Those guys have multiple outs to getting there. If they can just get on base, they can he can yield a stolen base, even if it's like grounding into a fielder's choice. So uh, the Brewers are going to be very popular tonight. Three of our top five hitters on the slate are Brewers. They have a 5.4 implied total. The bullpen behind Homer Bailey is also uh, pretty weak. So the Brewers are, are probably going to be the chalk on the slate. Hey, Drew, the highest total on the board, uh, Minnesota and the White Sox. We talked about Gonzalez and Giolito going for uh, Chicago. Both teams are really raking right now. Uh, maybe a little bit of a look of a mini Minnesota stack or, or White Sox. I know uh, you like Gonzalez as a pitcher, but I have to anticipate there uh, being some runs. And both teams are swinging a hot bat. So even the White Sox, despite a horrible, horrible season, they're starting to score runs. Seven against Kansas City yesterday. Yeah, I think the White Sox are an interesting kind of leverage play off of, on, on DraftKings where Gonzalez will have some ownership. Like on, on FanDuel, where you're using one pitcher, Gonzalez isn't going to be owned. So you don't need to kind of make that play. But... On DraftKings, you might get, you know, Gonzalez around 15% or something like that owned. And so a White Sox stack is going to come in very, very low. And not only does Gonzalez have those walk issues, but the pen behind him in Minnesota is not particularly great either. So I can see that. Giolito is a guy we'd like to stack against all year long. I will say he's been better in the second half of the season. And the thing that he does that makes it so compelling to stack against him is he's very weak at holding base runners. But Minnesota doesn't really have anybody that runs. Um, you know, the top of their lineup is guys like Joe Maurer, um, Eddie Rosario can run a little bit, but they just don't have a lot of speedsters. I think Minnesota, because they had such a good weekend series against Detroit, I think they're probably going to be owned more than I'd like. So I think they're an okay play, but I think relative to ownership, they're probably not my favorite play on the slate. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Texas-Oakland game. Uh, yeah. Bartolo Colon and uh, Mike Fires. Are you looking for exposure uh, against Bartolo Colon? How do you think Bartolo Colon uh, performed tonight? Always looking for exposure against Bartolo Colon. Now, this is one of the parks that's probably the best possible park for Bartolo to pitch in because you get it as yeah. big as possible uh, to fit Bartolo and all the fly balls he's given up in there. Um, but like Chris Davis, Matt Chapman, those guys uh, hit fastballs really, really well. Bartolo is pretty much a fastball-only guy. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for, for those power hitters uh, to take advantage of Bartolo. They, they will come with some ownership, but I think they might get a little bit overlooked relative to the Milwaukee outfield that I think is going to be so popular on this slate. Uh, so I think Oakland is a pretty interesting team. They've been playing great baseball of late. Um, are you going to uh, – what about – so we and Cam talked about the Corey Kluber game. 
Corey Kluber and Porcello. Do you stay away from the bats uh, in this game, or do you think people will generally stay away from the bats in this Cleveland Red Sox game, or do you like anybody here? I think people are going to avoid this game altogether, and obviously it's two of the most talented offenses in all of baseball, and it's you know po- possibly the AL Cy Young candidate um, now with Chris Sale missing some time on the DL and Trevor Bauer's teammate missing time on the DL towards the end of the season. Kluber hasn't had the best season, but he's kind of like been steady, maintained the course. Um, I do think in GPPs there's some value to getting a Red Sox team that's not hard to fit in. Usually they're hard to fit in because they're so expensive, but tonight with so much cheap pitching, pitching it's not that difficult um, at really, really low ownership. But it would be super large field GPPs, like you know ones with thousands and thousands of entrants. It wouldn't be like a small single field entry, a single entry type GPP play. Um, but in general, I think the game is going to be one that most people are going to stay away from, and I would say most of my exposure will follow suit tonight. So you hope you get lucky, Cam, late bullpen or something. Yeah, you run home run. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Drew, I want to ask you about Derek Holland, uh, a guy, a smoke and mirrors pitcher, in my opinion. He's, you know, he's having a pretty good year, and all of a sudden. I'm looking at some of the Mets tonight, real, real cheap. And you know what? They've been hitting the ball. I know, I know it's kind of, I was kind of looking like for a couple, like a mini stack there with the Mets. And Bautista's hot. He's cheap. Mezzarocco. Like there's a lot, a lot of guys there on that team. I'm, I'm just thinking, isn't Derek Holland due to get lit up? It's been a weird season for Derek Holland. I know I, I and a lot of Daily Rose subscribers stacked against him heavily last time out with the Dodgers, and the Dodgers seem to every inning have like two guys on with one out and just not be able to convert anything. And Holland kept I'm like a Dodger fan, Drew. It was, it was, I'm a it Dodger was, fan. That's every Dodgers game. So every Dodgers <laughs> game. <laughs> it was it's so, so true. Nobody leaves guys on base like the Dodgers. That's crazy. I, I feel like the I feel like the Dodgers and the Cubs have had the same type of season where yes. there are two teams that yes. are very good, but at different points of the season, they felt like the worst hitting team, the worst pitching team, the best hitting team, and the best pitching Great. team yeah. all at different yeah. points yeah. in the season this year. Um, Great yeah, point, I, think, I, I think it's interesting with the Mets because all season long, you think of the Mets and you think, well, they don't really have anybody that hits left-handed pitching because their best hitters are Brandon Nemo and Michael Conforto. But you look at that lineup tonight, and with Nemo on the DL, Conforto not in the lineup tonight, Wilmer Flores hits lefties pretty well. Todd Frazier hits lefties pretty well. Jose Batista and Austin Jackson in their careers hit lefties okay. Ahmed Rosario has been exceptionally hot of late. They do not rate particularly well from us from an offensive perspective, but Holland is a guy that gives up a lot of power to righties, and the San Fran bullpen was worked extremely hard over the weekend in Cincinnati. Cincinnati got to yep. all their pitchers. Um, so I do think they're kind of interesting as an off-the-board stack. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to play a couple in my lineup. Like, Bautista's $3,900. He's actually pretty hot, and I think it's a good situation there, too. Yeah, Gabe, did, did you talk about the Texas-Oakland? Like, I'm, I'm surprised that total's so low in that game with Fires and, eight, uh, eight and Cologne, yeah. Well, we talked about it earlier. There's a lot of big uh, big under run yeah. for, for these teams. Oakland's 10-3-1 uh, and one of the under in their last 14 games uh, coming into tonight, getting uh, getting good pitching. All right, Drew, so before we get you out of here, is there any other players you want to share uh, with the masses uh, here tonight that me and Cam didn't ask you about? No, I mean, I think I think one team that we are kind of interested in that we'll, we'll see what Manny Machado's availability tonight is, but the Dodgers are interesting against Austin Gomer, who has pitched well in terms of results the first few times out, but his overall stuff isn't that great, and his minor league numbers aren't that great. Um, the Dodgers are a very talented offense against left-handed pitching with Brian Dozier, Justin Turner, Manny Machado, Matt Kemp, Kike Hernandez, all these guys who have hit left-handed pitching very well in their careers, and the Dodgers probably aren't going to be very owned tonight. So I think the Dodgers are pretty interesting on this slate. 
Oh, last guy we'll ask you about, actually, is uh, Chris Archer tonight. Uh, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Archer against the Braves? And a change of pitcher here. Gossman's out. Wilson's in for the Braves. Yeah, it's it's tough for, for Archer because the park, Pittsburgh, is one that has a really good batter's eye. So Pitt, the strikeout rate for the park is actually down. So it's a tough park to generate strikeouts. And the Braves aren't a team that strikes out a ton. So he's got a really good price tag. And the price tag is kind of eye-opening at first. But I don't find myself playing it's on Archer tonight. Yeah, I know. I was sort yeah. of looking at him. I, uh, I, that's why I put Wood in. Yeah, it's tempting to bet on him at minus 135 a bit. But, yeah. Uh, Drew, I look forward to start talking some football with him. Yeah, have, exactly. uh, have you played preseason DFS at all, Drew, or do you avoid it? I have not. Uh, Colin Drew's been updating our preseason blog, for which is free on Daily Roto for, for picks and ideas as, as the games go on. But I have not personally been playing preseason. All right. But the real stuff's not all that far off, man. That's what's been taking up all my time. I'm working on all our projections for the season, so haven't had enough time to dabble in preseason yet. Good. I can't wait. I can't wait. Hey, Drew, Thanks, always, always a pleasure, Drew. Thanks so much, guys. Drew Dinkmeyer with yeah. us. We'll get to me and Cam's lineup on the other side. Drew's smart. He saves his money for winning money, Gabe. Yeah. See what I'm saying? He's not like us. Has to play every game. Nah, I'm just He's playing. He's smart. I'm playing small, fun yeah, stuff. That's right. Quarter jukebox. Although I am betting on a game tonight. Yes. We'll tell you who we like a little bit later on. Game Time Decisions, Lineup Lock Live continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Living color. The cult of personality. I used to see the singer of this band at the grocery store all the time in Hollywood. They were good, man. Yeah. They're very good. They were good. A lot of bands from that era never got the just desserts because it was like grunge came and all this other yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like there's so many underrated bands that the music industry, they were little, as you know, it's very frustrating. They were a little too musical. They were. They, that's a really good way of putting it. They were almost too, yeah, too musical. It's cool. Yeah. There's another band, a really good band called King's X. Yes. Sort of similar style hard rock that uh, sort of got lost in the shuffle. People look for uh, for over-the-top stuff. Yeah. People also look for free stuff. and uh, I do. Yeah, Fantasy Factor's got a uh, free, man, there's a lot of zeros in this. I want to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of zeros, yeah, buddy. I, don't, I don't want to. I be, wish my bank account had a lot of zeros. Yeah, I don't even want to read this because I'm going to be like uh, the episode of Doctor uh, when Doctor Johnny Fever on WKRP. No. Yeah, they, it was. Uh, he was supposed to give away fifty bucks. Is it a free? Does that say one million dollars yeah, survivor that's why contest? I, was like, I don't want to say one million. Well, we'll talk to Kurt. Is it a hundred grand? Is it ten thousand? Is it a record, million? If it is, if it's a typo, I didn't write it, so no, you it, can't sue me. Yeah. Well, it says it says one million dollars. It does, and I'm here to correct you because I have the same uh, email. 
It says a million. Wow. That's a lot of money. Fantasy Factor is the only exclusive single-entry DFS site. They have free rolls registering all the time and great promotions for free prizes. Keep a lookout for the Fantasy Factor free $1 million Survivor Contest opening about a week before kickoff. Wow. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. I'm already a... uh, we're, we're both in. I'm already a member. Yeah, yeah. Get in, get in that uh, million dollar survivor. It's a lot of money. I did all right at Fantasy Factor, but then I lost my money. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes, you know. I I, I was doing. I I won a few uh, contests. I remember. Uh, the, the worst is now I'm doing a lot of quarter jukebox stuff. You know, it's like I just don't want to keep on <laughs> refunding the money. You know, it's like yeah, you know, we're betting on games. We're doing this and that. We're going to Vegas. It's hard to spread it around, Moretzi. Not a rich man. <laughs> Damn, good. I would have been nice if a couple of those teams won last night. Uh, shit happens, right? Yeah, I'm looking at my uh, my fantasy factor account right now. I've got 64 cents. Hey, that's bad. Ro- get rolling in a, a cheap contest. <laughs> yeah, what the- quarter quarter. Throw throwing uh, throwing 50 cents. That's a good point. What do they have going on here? Major League Baseball. How much? Oh, they got all kinds of stuff. They got yeah. uh, they got football going on here. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. They have something entry here, 55 cents. Perfect. That's just what I need. Just in the price <laughs> range. Just under the number. That's great. But I'm more interested in the million-dollar survivors. So am I. <laughs> That's a lot of money, man. Holy jeez. I flamed out last week in, like, week nine or something. Normally, I'm pretty good at survivor. But uh, last year, I flamed out earlier than I would have liked thing is i think in survivors sometimes you have a team and you overthink it and you listen you gotta just it's kind of like a horse get blinders on and do your damn thing like i remember once i changed it because of like a buddy on the team and that's the worst thing we did we lost it and just go down swinging by yourself that's the way i look at things you know what i mean if it's going to be your own decision well speaking of which you and i are on the same page as far as our pitchers um, Zach Wheeler tonight. So Zach yeah. Wheeler gets the New York Giants tonight. The Giants are hitting just 194 off of uh, Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler's uh, been posting a 2.51 earned run average and an average of 22 drafting points per game over his last 10 games. He's riding a nine-start unbeaten streak, and he's won each of his last six starts. He's uh, given up three runs um, uh, or less. In seven of his last nine uh, starts, only given up three home runs in the last 57 yeah. and two-third innings and as gave, well. Gave the strikeouts, other than the last game, eight, nine, seven. And like the, look at his numbers, like 28.8, 35.4, 27. That's production for the price, man. Yeah, so Zach Wheeler will be our pitcher tonight. Cam's taking him as well. And, uh, you know, me and Cam didn't coordinate this before. We're also both on Alex Wood. Alex Wood, four straight uh, games. He's given up two or fewer runs. Um, he hasn't given up more than three runs, actually, in his last 10 starts. He's so consistent. Alex Wood is one of the more, the biggest. He's like DeGrom, actually, this year. He's very, very hard luck, Ken. Like, he doesn't get any. He never wins. He never he never gets wins, but he pitches great all the time. Like, That's he gives thing. up one run in seven innings, has, and he never wins. He doesn't, like, look at the, he gets look at zero his run. runs. He gets one. zero run support. One earned run. One, zero, two, three. Like, this, this is ridiculous. It doesn't win. Though. I know. Like, hey, Dodgers, hit for this guy. It's crazy. Dodgers always do that. There's always a pitcher they screw. They used to screw Kershaw all the time yeah. like this. But now it's Wood. Yeah, Wood's been getting screwed all year like this. He got screwed like this last year. He does just I don't know. They don't hit when he pitches for some. The reason. guy has no negative fantasy outings. Like look at it. Like his worst is like like even on like he doesn't get rocked. He's so consistent. 18, 14, 23, 17. Like, these numbers are fantastic. He's good. Wood. Wood is good. Uh, wood. Trust the wood, baby. Wood is good. Yeah, wood. 
He like, went like nine starts without a win earlier in the year. It's ridiculous. He just, yeah, he's only seven and six, and he's been money. Like, it's, yeah, you're absolutely exactly. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Alex Wood uh, will be our pitcher. So, uh, we're going to go with Jonathan Lucroy tonight, a catcher. Just because he's kind of cheap. I like $2,800. He no gets one? against Bartolo Colon. Sneaky play. Yeah, I'm sneaking. Lucroy's a good player. He's just having, you know. It's I'm something. sneaking him in because um, I spent money elsewhere. And when I was talking about spending uh, spending some money elsewhere, we talked about we want to uh, get some bats in against Homer Bailey. Um, I think Ryan Braun's a good way to go here. He's got four home runs and 11 RBIs against Bailey in his career. 17 for 50 with four home runs and 11 RBIs. He's hitting 340 against Bailey. These numbers are just too good to overlook uh, here. So I'm going to go with Ryan Braun. Whit Merrifield, one of the, the Royals that doesn't suck. He's got an eight-game hitting streak going on right now, uh, Cam. Batting uh, 13 for 32 over the last uh, eight games. And against Tampa Bay this year, he's actually 6 for 13 with a home run and four RBIs. Whit Merrifield's just been solid on a daily basis. He's the best player in the Royals, him and Sal Perez. Yeah, and uh, speaking of which, a player that got traded, actually, Moustakis. Uh, Moustakis, more exposure against... Computers uh, love him tonight. Exactly. Uh, more exposure against Homer Bailey uh, here. Yeah, he's hit well, man. He's in, in the month of August. He hit 308 since the trade. Couple of home runs, 12 RBIs. Um, so we're gonna go with uh, Mustakis. Here's a player I don't think I've ever taken this guy before, but uh, the computers like him tonight, and I can fit him in uh, with my price here. Is uh, Marwin Gonzalez? I like Marwin Gonzalez. Houston Astros. Yep. Yeah, Mar- Marwin Gonzalez, Houston Astros. Uh, we were talking about Abisail Garcia earlier. Taking Abisail Garcia. I'm gonna go with uh, Randall Groshek again. It's actually a very sneaky play against Kashner. Yeah, the, he see the, the the Blue Jays hit well at home. They hit the Orioles well at home. I think he has a good history against them too. He does he have a couple dingers? Yeah, and the computers love him tonight too. He's like projected. He's like top seven in the computers. He's pretty cheap too. And then finally, in closing, I feel pretty smart because uh, you and I are both on the same pitcher that we uh, that uh, Dick Meyer was on. But uh, I also got Christian Yelich in my lineup. I'm smart enough to see that uh, he's the play here tonight. Numerous. Numerous computer algorithms have Christian Yelich as the top offensive threat on the board here tonight against Homer Bailey. So that's my team. Zach Wheeler, Alex Wood, Jonathan Lucroy, Ryan Braun, Whit Merrifield, Mike Moustakis, Marwin Gonzalez, Christian Yelich, Randall Grishuk, and uh, Abisal Garcia. What do you got, Ken? Well, Gabe, we have the same starting pitchers, and, and one team, I entered a couple, I, I'm not going to lie, I did like various lineups, quarter jukebox, I have Wheeler and Wood, but I'm also going to add Archer to one of those teams, but I love Zach Wheeler, a great situation too, the San Francisco Giants can't beat the Reds, you know, they're, they're, their bats are cold, the Mets, Wheeler's been absolutely on fire. I want to bet on the Mets, it. I just don't trust them. Uh, I, I'm betting on them, I'm, I'm actually going to pull the trigger on the Mets, I hope they come through. $9,300. Gabe talked about Wood. Hard luck pitcher, but very, very solid pitcher, too. And the guy actually gets K's, too. Like, it's an underrated thing. Like, you expect, you know what, like six, seven. He's been good. You know what I mean? He, he can get the job done, and he's very, very consistent. The one thing about Alex Wood is doesn't have those games where he gives up, like, six earned runs in a couple innings, you know? Usually, at worst, it's going to be three. He's $8,000, and I don't like the Cardinals as much on the road. I think this is going to be an under tonight with the Dodgers, so Alex Wood. Devin Mazzarocco is my catcher at $3,200. Gabe's got a cheap catcher, too. Coming off a 14-point uh, game last game, I like the fan that he's a right-handed hitter up against Holland, who they're going to be heavy there and put the right-handed bats. $3,200. I think we're going to get it done there at catcher at a very cheap price. Jose Abreu, 
of the White Sox is nuts. $4,600, Gabe. This guy is absolutely on fire. Have you seen the guy's numbers? Like That's the thing about the White Sox. You talked about the overtrend. They're hitting 24 DK points, 18, 8, 9. Hell, man, the guy has two home runs in his last four games, six RBIs. Jose Abreu, I know it's been a rough year for the White Sox, but they're starting to rake with their young players. Runet Odor for Texas, up against Fires. This is another guy. Rough Brent, what? Rough Ned? Yeah. Rough Ned. Rough Ned? You call him Rough Ned? <laughs> yeah, I like Rough, rough Ned. Hey, rough Ned. in the face. Rough Ned. Yeah, yeah. He's got that look, too, like he's been roughed up, eh, with the with the big ears there. He's yeah. one of the tougher guys in baseball, actually. Yeah, he likes to. He looks like a guy that uh, could really hurt you in a street fight. You'd underestimate I think him. he was voted, like, craziest player or something recently. Oh, he's got the crazy. Like, I'm looking yeah. at his mugshot going, <laughs> eh, I don't want that guy to, you know, come up and sneak up behind me with a knife. I'd be in big trouble. 25-17-9. Gabe, the guy's got... Eight RB? Are you kidding me? Have you seen this guy's RBI streak? He's got nine RBIs in his last dude, four he's games. He's been on fire for oh, two months. It's since June. A, how do? You, and he's forty three hundred bucks against uh, Oakland. I'm taking Odor tonight. This is a player that has had a very very disappointing year. That but is starting to heat up again. Miguel Sano. I know kind of an all or nothing guy. A little bit like Gallo with the home run potential. Two home runs in his last four. But also four RBIs in his last four, three walks, incorporating some walks. So watch out for Sano. Big bets. Bats on Minnesota against Giolito. I got a Minnesota three-patty stack tonight. Jorge Polanco is my other guy. I think a lot of people are going to target other teams. Polanco's been nuts. He's another guy. Five rubies in his last four, riding the hot players. 25 DK points. Like, this guy is really, really solid, and he's really, really cheap for a good player at 4200 bucks, Gabe. We spent a little bit on pitching, and now the outfield, I had to go for three guys just under $4,000. I took Jose Bautista of the New York Mets against Holland tonight. Suddenly hot. And one thing we know about Bautista when he played for the Blue Jays, the guy's streaky. When he gets hot, he gets hot for a while, yep. and then he'll get cold. Right out the hot streak at 3900 bucks. Me and Gabe both have him. Another Garcia, Lurie, Lurie Garcia. He's been fantastic for the White Sox. I'm actually really impressed that he's only $3,900 tonight. I, I like him. I have a feeling Giolito and Minnesota, I think the White Sox and Twins are both going to put up numbers. Highest implied total at 9.5 tonight. So I'm going to put Lurie Garcia in the lineup. And I have $4,000 left. I got 100 change because this guy is $3,900. Max Kepler. So we got a few Twins in the lineup there. He's $3,900. And I love the situation for Minnesota players against Giolito with runs. Sano, Polanco, and Kepler. So to round up the lineup, Morenci, we got the same pitchers. Zach Wheeler and Alex Wood. Mezzarocco is my catcher. Jose Abreu with the White Sox. We got Odur. The guy's simply on fire. Miguel Sano. Polanco. Jose Batista. Larry Garcia. Max Kepler. I got like an international yeah, team. I and like then Max, Max Kepler. Kepler. German. <laughs> I love it. Polanco. Batista. Garcia. Kepler. It's like Mick the other day when he said, yeah, Lions, Hawks, Bears. Remember all the yeah, exactly. Lions, Hawks, Bears. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I, I was taking a look at Kepler. I think it's a good pick here tonight, too. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I like, I, I like both of our lineups tonight. I think uh, we're going to have some success. Uh, Mike Cardano confirms, actually, it is a $1 It million. is $1 million. Yeah. It's a pretty damn good price. The World Series tickets were cool. But yeah, but $1 million. million. Bucks? That deserves a retweet. We're eligible to play, too. Nice. Well. One million dollars. Oh God, that'd be. I'm actually looking like, what's the number of money that you would like for me to get that myself out of a hole? Like I was going over the numbers the other day. Forty thousand dollars to me would be a good number to take care of. Like so even a hundred thousand dollars at once would be good for you. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. No, but that's my number. Like everyone's yeah. got a. No, I'm just being realistic. Like if I want forty grand, I'd yeah. be. I, that, that's the number that would really get me out of some jams. You could win forty thousand betting on football. 
I could. <laughs> I tell you one thing, I don't want to lose forty thousand. That would suck. <laughs> got to hit a got to hit a miracle part. I'm gonna to put together some dream parlays on Sunday. And I'm telling you, Gabe, since I've been doing these round robins and parlays, it's a great way. I made a I made uh, I had the BC Lions. Can't lie to you on that day, but I had them tease. But I went way harder on the I game. Told you, great I told call, you. great call on the Argos. Bethel Thompson looks good. So you know, I had one of those days where I just I reached at the track. I did some really stupid things, but on Sunday. You know, I sat down, I had my coffee, and I put it together round robins and parlays and uh, won uh, $2,600. I'm telling you. Um, it's the way to go, the two-game parlays. I see Richard Garner on Twitter right now, actually. He's back. And um, our friend Richard Garner, we used to work with him in the, in, uh, in, uh, in the old days. Of course, a lot of our listeners know who he is, but, of course, he likes to bet on parlays. He's sure. a parlay guy. Smart move. And uh, he's big with the NFL parlays, and it is it is a dangerous uh, it's dangerous for the book, man. It really is. And you know, I've I've come to do it as well. Garner was big on just sort of four team banger, basically pays like eight to one, ten yep. to one, couple maybe, hundred maybe on five it, teams he yep. would put, and then set up though three or four at the one o'clock, and then a few later. That's what I did last. So night. then you're able to hedge out right in the NFL. You can yep. set yourself up all right with the Sunday nighter. But um, I remember, because remember, I used to have to put his plays in all the time. Yeah, well, we can. And at first, I wouldn't. At first, I didn't put a parlay. In. I put it in for him, but I didn't play it myself. And he won. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, man, I got to just play this guy's parlays whenever he asked me to put him in. And it was pretty crazy. Like, he was winning on a weekly basis. He'd play like three or four of them, five parlays, and win like one or two of them. Yeah. The thing is, he's going to have to reach you in New York now. Maybe we should set him up with one of our sponsors, like my bookie AG yeah, or another yeah. company. No offense, Moretz, you're going to be a busy guy. I won't be able you to don't help need, him out you, anymore. You don't need that Sunday call. But I have a feeling he's going to call somebody you know who's sitting across from you no, right I'm going to have to get. Uh, <laughs> you got to get him an account somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, get. Uh, I'm going to have to download the. Um, I'm going to have to download the DraftKings app. Yep. And uh, see if I can download a Will Hill app in the state of New Jersey. Yeah, get the sports book right on your phone. Right on my phone. Yep, smart. Take advantage of the legality of it. Exactly. Why not? You know, and then once, once, once every couple of weeks, go pick up my money. Except I'm going to be like Kramer when he won money at the track. I'm going to keep it low, put a hood on. Keep, you exactly. Know, leaving. I got to tell you something. Imagine leaving the Meadowlands. People are going to be scouting. People don't realize point. that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm gonna people are going to be scouting. I'm going to say, say look, something. Look at this guy. He just he's leaving all that money. I'm going to get robbed in the parking lot. Or trust me, especially they watch you get on the subway in New York or something. You're, you're, you you're you're heard about what Woodbine? Like a guy guy who go hit, hits the pick five, five winners race in a row, gets all excited. Do you know how many grifters hanging at the track following you? Like you. That's the thing. It's one of those things where. I've learned over time. I used to be that guy to get really excited. When you win money, you shut up now. Yeah, I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless you're drunk at the, the – like, I get excited when I was in Vegas at the blackjack table. That's only, like, 500 bucks or whatever. But if you're winning thousands and thousands of dollars, you zip it up. Because I'll tell you, in my neighborhood, too, man, there's a lot of people who just – you don't want to bring attraction to yourself. It's very dangerous. I learned my lesson like that at Palace Station. There's people. Yeah. There's parasites. They, yeah. They Give me around. a loan. Yeah, you won money. You're a lucky guy. Eh? Yeah, they, yeah. They had a dude. He was sitting with me. Yeah. And he was sort of uh, cheering along the game, yeah, like he had a ticket on shit. it. And then at the end, like he overheard me and other guys talking. And he's like, "Man, I know you guys just won like two thousand dollars each. Come on, man, give me twenty I bucks, know. man. Like, Come on, man." Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, that's that's the thing with Vegas. Keep your mouth shut. That's the, and then you know where I hang out. There's a lot of guys like that, always looking for yeah, money. Yeah. All right. So Twitter's blowing up right now. Yeah, for the million dollar giveaway. Keep your head up uh, for that. Um, yeah, you got to become a, a, a customer over at uh, Fantasy Factor. FantasyFactor.com. 
And we'll talk some best bets, numbers, and more on the other side. Game time decisions, lineup block live continues. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Uh, game time decisions. Line up block live, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Light night tonight, but uh, we are, we mentioned it, there's a Monday night football game tonight. And uh, we are going to be betting on the Baltimore Ravens. I don't expect Andrew Luck to play that much. He'll probably play the first quarter. I would hope him, no, if and I even Brissett, they don't want to get Brissett hurt either. I, I got to tell you something. If, I, if I'm Indianapolis, I'm not even going to play luck. Just let him go in for a couple of series. You can't screw around with that guy. Like, if he gets hurt again, like, people would lose their minds. I think it's just a couple of series. Yeah, but they got to get him some reps, too. They do. They do. I understand that. All right. Do you hear what uh, Seattle talking about? They were going to offer a second rounder for Brissett. Uh, we got uh, we got Jack in Staten Island uh, stepping oh. in, right in. What's up, guys? How you doing? What? What's going hey, on, Jack? How you doing, Jack? What's up, man? I'm doing well. I got a quick question for you guys. I'm in uh, actually three uh, 12-team PPR leagues. I got the number five position in all three drafts. Ooh. So I was wondering, <laughs> from, from what I hear so far, the first four are going to go running back. Yeah. It's going to be Gurley. So Gurley, Bell. Listen, Mike Blue brought it up earlier. I know it's Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Elliott, yep. David Johnson, or you know, you do you go Camara four. So, you know, the, you're kind of screwed right there. I mean, the question I, I, I is, do you like go? What are you going to do? What? I'm afraid to pass on Antonio Brown for Camara or Barkley. Mix it up. Uh, I would jump I in with Antonio Brown too, but I don't think it's what about crazy. David Johnson, if he's there, yes, if he's there. And I don't that, think it's David Johnson if he's there at five. David Johnson yeah, at five. I, I would love to get David Johnson there, but I don't think he's going to be there. But I, I don't know if I'm afraid. I, I know wide receivers deep. I feel like wide receivers deep this year, but but I, I, I'm afraid to pass on Brown. So just what, 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 if you've got him in all Brown three. Yeah. I prefer Kamara than Brown. Uh, so do I. I. And with Ingram being out. And Kamara does well. Ingram, Ingram's been hanging on for a while. Like it's going to be the Kamara show now. Like you man. said, dude, there's a lot of wide receivers out yeah. there. They even got Saquon Barkley going to be going to be lurking around yeah, there. Wouldn't too. take him that. Wouldn't take him that high. No, not at five though. Not at five. But I think I think you're you know I think you're good at five. Listen, I'm in, the only one I'm officially in, and I got twelve, so I'm screwed. I'm just going to wait and let everyone else uh, pick what they're going to do, but. I'd feel comfortable with Johnson or Kamara uh, at five. 
And, you know, you could get an opportunity with Brown. You're in three leagues. Grab Brown in one. But I'd be grabbing Kamara and Johnson ahead of Brown personally. I agree. All right, man. Sounds good. I'm going to definitely take Kamara and, and at least one of them. But, I, I, yeah, I'm going to – I don't want to. I don't want to put all, all my eggs in one basket with Brown, but I just want to see who who you guys prefer, whether it's Kamara or Barkley, or so. So Kamara's the guy. Yeah, I'd go with Kamara yeah, over. Too. And you look, you got Ingram's going to be out for the first three games. Like Blue had said earlier, he's not going to do. He can't be as good as he was last year. But there's so many touches, you know what I mean? And they're so creative offensively. He's going to put big numbers up. I like him. I'm a big I love David. some people have Kamara like Kamara and Gurley interchange like one and two as crazy as that I'm sounds. a big David Johnson fan. And hey, thanks, thanks for the call, Jack. Don't be a stranger, man. And listen, we talked about it here. You brought it up, Cam. Sam Bradford, even in the preseason, he's dumping it off to Johnson all the time. They don't really have great wide receivers. No, they've they got don't. they've got Fitzgerald and a bunch of uh, uh, Chris, Christian guys. Kirk. Yeah. He, he made a catch the other night, but he's kind of raw. He, you know, they're counting on him more to be a return guy and a special teams guy. He is number two on the depth chart right now, actually. He is their second receiver now. Um, I, I think David Johnson. I trust him. I think he's I helped. do, too. If David Johnson's there at five, you have to take the other night. You have too. to go with backs over receivers, too. Like, uh, just uh, where would you have Barkley? Where would you put him? The eight hole? You know what? I see that Saquon Barkley, I, I am a big Barkley fan. But I see that Barkley is going in a lot of ADPs that he is ahead of Kareem Hunt. I don't know if he should be ahead of Kareem Hunt. Or is Kareem Hunt going to take a step back? How's that ice cream treating it? Pretty good, buddy. Thanks for you the ice Thanks, Sonny Vega, actually. Oh, thanks, Sonny. You know, Gabe goes going Sonny to Sonny Vega brought ice cream crap. over one night. And uh, there seems to be a lot left. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna bring in a treat for you tomorrow, but I'm also going to play a game called Clean Out the Fridge I really tomorrow. do eat a lot less junk food than I used to, as you see. Normally, that ice cream would have lasted like four days or something. It's been like a month. Two months. Oh, I, I also uh, been going to the dentist, and I've been here, and, you know. Yeah, tomorrow, exactly. It's gonna, you're going to have to plow through a lot of things. I am going to be back, though, next week for a day That's or the two. Thing. Save the important thing. Like, look, I got a thing of nuts there. Oh, I'll save that for the uh, the record recording yeah. for the week. Yeah, I'll bring got, that to the studio. Great call. You, know you got your mixed nuts. You yeah. got your planters and a big bag of chips. You save that for your recording week. Yeah. Just let me take care of the old stuff <laughs> lingering around because I'm a garbage can. You know, I'll just take it, take it home in a I thought bag. about it today because I went to the grocery store and I was hungry yeah. and I wanted to get bacon. But I was like, man, bacon's I'm messy. not going to eat. Yeah. Like, I'm not like you. You said you eat the whole pack in like, what, like two. Yeah, I, I've actually changed a lot now. Like, I, I said half the pack I talked before. to Tim Anderson about this, and, like, me and Mayo had a fight about it. He's like, oh, it's a pussy move. No, I cut the bacon in half, and I cook half of the pack, and I freeze freeze the other half. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to eat a whole pack of bacon like I used to. Like, I'm getting older. We got ailments now. Like, I, 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 eat, I, I eat four or five slices at once. I usually Never eat, less. I do half the deck. Yeah, so I'm not doing that many, but usually four. Four slices is enough for me. Once in a while, I'll, I'll crank five, but... Yeah, I figured, nah, why buy it? I'm, I'm leaving Wednesday evening. Plus, my mouth was frozen today. No, you don't need a cold. I haven't had an appetite recently, so, uh, but I got to start eating more, you know? Yeah. You know what I know? It's good, buddy. Just uh, once in a while, just a nice soup and put, put crackers in it. Let them and melt to in be the soup. Honest, keep it soft. To be honest, Las Vegas normally doesn't treat me well, like, uh, as far as diet is concerned and stuff. We tend to plow, like, get wasted and eat a lot of pizza. Dude, last time was bad. Like uh, <laughs> The way the pizza? <laughs> it was, like, two days in, and I realized I didn't drink anything that wasn't alcohol. <laughs> I know. 
Remember the, the, the daiquiri guy's like, we ran out. You got another flavor? Yeah, yeah. he's like, you yeah. guys got to drink mango. Yeah, we're out of strawberry. Yeah. What happened to strawberry? Okay, mango. I realized it was like two days in, and Shell Dog was like, we got to eat something, bro. We haven't eaten. Like he goes, I don't think you've eaten, have you? And then he's like, I haven't eaten. <laughs> like, you guys went to McDonald's. Yeah, I went to McDonald's, and it was like painful to even eat it. Cam it was yeah, one of those like, like uh, uh, I went right back to Circus Circus yeah. and drank after. Yeah. Like you said, the only thing that went down was that pizza one. Like, but we were just blasted, right? A couple pizza, of slices. It was pretty good. But uh, like I said, I'm not drinking when we go. No, we got to take. I'm it not saying yet. I'm not going to drink at all when I'm no, in Vegas. We're, yeah, definitely. I'm saying, but no, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not drinking on the plane. Like, I'm not. You're also a speaker on a panel. Like, it's one of those things, like, it's a whole, like, yeah, yeah. we're going to have a good time. We're going to go talk to some people down there, see Cardano, our no, friends, my, Mark my, Lawrence, my and party everybody. Nights, my party nights are Thursday and Friday. Like, yeah. we get in Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I'll just eat something. Yeah. I'll be all right. I'll take it easy. Uh, Thursday. Thursday night's a good night to give her, I think. It's going to be our night. Thursday night, we'll do the live podcast late at night. There's going to be some of the guests are going to start rolling in, you know, come over to the hotel, hang out. Friday night is the big uh, meet and greet with SBR. Low Shack, Jimmy the Bag, <laughs> Donnie Wrightside, oh, me. big man on campus. The whole gang. Uh, the whole, they're all going to be there. We're all going to be in your hotel room, probably. Drew, Drew, Drew Martin. No, nice. Babano. Babano. Yeah, the entire SBR crew and a lot of guests of ours uh, will all be. Uh, Gamblu's coming down. Gamblu, Taylor Stevens, Sonny Vega. Vega. Uh, yeah, everyone. Friday night at the Golden Nuggets, a big uh, big meet and greet. You know how nice that is, Gabe? I'm right down the street from you. So I don't stay in New Vegas. That's the one. I like, stay in Old Vegas. That's the one. So the Friday night is going to be the one that's going to turn into the – that's the – it's open bar, too. So it's like SBR, meet and greet, open bar, and whatever. So, listen. I last, open bar. Yeah, last year it was – that was the night that people pretty got pretty wrecked on that was that sort of – first party night now look i'm speaking sunday at noon vegas time i'm pretty good and the good thing about vegas is since everything is so you're three hours whatever yeah you get that extra time yeah like i can watch the like the college football starts at eight o'clock eastern we'll be watching a game yeah. betting in a sports yeah, just yeah you take it's, it easy it's that only night. five yeah, o'clock yeah. exactly then. exactly like dude if i'm in bed by two in vegas yeah and i knew it i'm good you know what i'm saying it's not this East Coast, oh, my God, I can't drink till 4 in the morning. I'm on at 9, right? I'm on at noon. It's Vegas. As long as you get to bed by 1, you know, 2, two 3 type thing, I'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. And another thing is, too, I'll be partied out. By, yeah. I know myself. Like, uh, even when I go to Costa Rica, I usually party once. I know. Like, you- I'll go hard once, and maybe the second night I'll do it again a bit, but... For me, it'll yeah. be Thursday night, Friday night. Saturday, I'll sort of chill a bit, watch the games. I'll have a few drinks in the sports book and stuff, and then yeah. Sunday, crank it out. I know you pretty well. You're kind of like that guy who goes out there in like a boxing fight in the first rounds. You're, 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 you're yeah. laying haymakers early, and then at the end, you're more tactical. You're, try, you're trying yeah, to get yeah. some points on the scorecard instead of trying for the knockout punch. Yeah, exactly. And also, exactly like on Sunday, Sunday's the easy day. And I've also learned um, uh, it, it's good and it's bad. It sucks that I'm going to have to wake up so early in the morning uh, to get out of there on Monday morning. I got like a 7.30 flight or something like that. But I get to chill on Sunday. You'll be staying, actually, for a few days, too, right? Because it yeah, sucks, yeah, well, it sucks yeah. getting on the plane all hungover, like on Sunday. That I've done it a lot. So I won't be hungover by Monday morning. I go to Vancouver, take care of some family business uh, yeah. for a couple of days. Next week might be a little spotty. Even, even this week, guys, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. 
Um, you know, basically we're, we're going traveling. to meetings and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like we're, Wednesday's a dark day. Both me and Cam were up for doing the show from Vegas, actually. On if we can Thursday, find a way Friday. to do like even like something. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll not, do we'll, we'll do it from the hotel room it, but, if we can. But Cardano and Lou are going to be there. They're like, no, yeah. let's just go for meetings and stuff. I'm going to speak to Cardano after. And um, I don't. I was going to say I give it a thinking, shot on Thursday, and then we're worry about Friday. Well, I was thinking, you know, what we could do is uh, maybe we'll do something on YouTube on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. A good idea. Like basically, like I do my podcast, I know how to do it. Boom, boom, and uh, we can just be in the hotel room, go over on some computer, go over some win totals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we save, we save like microphones, and that's and, the thing. You can't you bring know, all that equipment down there. It's all the basically, yeah. Thing. So last time we tried with the, mics. but we don't want to leave you guys hanging. But uh, basically, the way it is, there's a lot of stuff coming up next week. I have some family business to take care of uh, that takes uh, that takes precedent. I should be able to do the radio, though, because it's going to be earlier in the day. But um, Cam's going to be in Vegas. And then uh, late next week, actually, after all this, I'll be traveling to New York. So it's going to be a couple of days where things could be on or off. We'll see. Uh, but basically, once um, once it's September 1st, there'll be no turning back. That's the thing. September's our, yeah. our one foot. Like once, the month of September equals football. football. We're once there. football starts. Yeah, I like, agree. You know what I mean? we, we're not going to yeah. miss shows now. I'm going to be on the road. I'll be doing remote and stuff for a week when I got to do the homicide record yep. that's already been planned. But um, but you guys know, we generally don't miss shows unless we're traveling or there's some sort of yeah. fatal situation like, unfortunately, I had recently. Gabe, you know what I was thinking when you were uh, – it's crazy. When you moved to New York, the U.S. Open tennis majors there. I know. Like, I, like there's so many things happening. Like, I was thinking about the sports schedule when you moved there. It's going to be pretty wild stuff. And by the way, buddy, yeah, I might go over to Flushing Meadows. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. And then another thing is they got the at Saratoga, it's the Travers Stakes on Saturday while we're in Vegas. I've already made a bet. Oh, Wonder cool, cool. Godot. He's about plus 550 right now. I, I got great news. They weren't sure about the jockey. It's going to be Irad Ortiz, one of the best in the world riding. That's the horse who did well at the Queen's uh, Plate. In, like, this horse is very, very dangerous. It's the only filly in the field. Very, very live. If I get it over, I bet it online at plus 550. That horse will probably be four to one by post time. Adds another thing to bet on there. It's going to be an awesome weekend, man. It's going to be great. Add something. uh, Add some. You know, there's UFC on Saturday. Yeah. So Gamblu will be all over that. Yeah. There's MLS soccer, EPL soccer, NFL preseason. What happened with uh, Brighton beat uh, Manchester United? What was it? Uh, it, was, it, was, smoked them. it was actually weird because I was watching the pregame and the manager of Brighton, there was like, I never listened to the pregame stuff and go, I'm going to bet on this team because of it. The way he you was talking. No, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I thought about it. I go, the way this guy's talking, I go, should I take a shot with Brighton? I'm like, nah, but I really like what he said. And he said, he said, Hey man, watch out today. We're going to come in there and do some special things. And they actually did. And I believed him in the interview. A lot of the time it's all BS and hype, but man, Manchester United's got a lot of question marks. It's early, but uh We'll yeah, see. Here's a nice public parlay. What's the public parlay? For Saturday. We'll be in Vegas, bet on some EPL. Liverpool and Arsenal, minus 170. Nice. Arsenal, minus 275 against uh, West Ham. And uh, Liverpool are minus 600. Ooh, against Brighton, though. Didn't Liverpool beat Crystal Palace today? Yeah, could could be a letdown for Brighton after that big win. Yeah. This game's on the road, too. Yeah, that makes yeah definitely after a win like that, it'd, it'd be hard for them. But it's to nice. Come back. It's nice though. Like we said, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of sporting options for us there to bet on at least. You know, plus we got to figure out the contest stuff. And man, there's a lot of stuff. I'm overwhelmed. I'm getting drilled teeth. <laughs> yeah. Flying around. Dental plan. Dental plan. You're flying. 
Man, we've been all over the place. Yeah. So what are you betting on tonight? Well, Gabe, uh, in baseball, I'm going to take a shot with the Cleveland Indians. These aren't huge plays. It was a really good Sunday. It's hard to duplicate it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm with the Indians at minus 110. I'm going to take Kluber over Porcello. I also like uh, the New York Mets. I am going to bet on them tonight. I like Wheeler. I think they have a pitching advantage over Holland, and the Mets, are st- they can hit. San Francisco on the road, they look horrible against Cincinnati. I'm going to ride it out. Hopefully the Mets aren't too excited about beating Philly last night. Pittsburgh, we're going to take a shot Yar, with the Pirates. Chris Archer, I hope he can get it done. Minus 135 tonight. I think it's in a good spot, and he will have a good performance. I also like the over. Keep climbing. Minnesota and the White Sox over 9.5 in a, a public parlay with Houston and the Dodgers parlayed to plus money. What do you got, Marenzi? I just want to get to a tweet. Uh, we got some golf later in the week. We're not going to be on Wednesday. Actually, I'll so have tomorrow. the golf tomorrow, and yeah. I'll have horse race. Whatever I can do, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. Webb Simpson, uh, Craig Martin, our yeah. boy, big golf fan, says uh, Webb Simpson's at 46-1. to 1. Great. Some great value. Yep. DJ's responded well following a Kepco win. Clearly a jealous, friendly, one-up type rivalry. Northern Trust. Yeah, Webb Simpson almost won the tournament on Sunday. He went low. Very, very Cardano strong. Cardano sends a picture of Andy Reid. Man, Andy Reid was massive. Oh, like the way, oh he, he, ate the, he ate those other kids. Like, No, you're right. Like He was like a monster compared to them. Like, it's not even real. He's like, like that, that little eager 12-year-old from Spain. 6'1", uh, 248. It's crazy. Andy Reid was even bigger, I think, than the other. Like He was massive. Yeah, I want to get something today, too, actually, quickly. What happened? I saw on the web.com tour that a golfer's club shatter and, like, it uh, busted open a spectator. Seriously? Yeah. Web.com? Yeah, we were talking about... Uh, oh, about dying on the golf course. About injuries on golf courses. Yeah, I'll go check it out. Gabe, you got picks? For t- are you doing any baseball, or, uh, or are you just going to stick to the football game? The Stadler Brace Club injures nearby spectator. And here's another one. Look at this. Holy shit, it's getting crazy. Golfer gets his uh, finger bitten off. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Stadler? Yeah. Spectator hit in the head by broken club. All right. So, yeah, we'll get to this. Golfer oh, got his geez. finger bitten off in a fight on a golf course, too. So, um, my picks for tonight. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. I know Andrew Luck's back, and I like Brissett a lot. The Colts are actually a pretty good preseason team um, with the situation that they have now. But, but I don't think they want to get Brissett hurt, and they don't want to get Luck hurt. And the Baltimore Ravens, you can't get in front of this, guys. They're, they've won 10 straight freaking preseason games. 10-0. and 0. Uh, Baseball, one simple baseball parlay tonight. The Milwaukee Brewers and the Oakland Athletics is plus 115. Scout Radio with Adam Ronis coming up next. Thanks to Cam Stewart. Thanks to the guys in the booth. Yep. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. You got it. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.